Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to the show. It is Friday morning, the 22nd of September 2023. Happy Friday to you, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, also SENQ 693 in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736, all before breakfast in Sydney with Vossi and Brandy in Queensland. Queensland, Pat and Heels. As we head to preliminary finals weekend, uh, we're going to get stuck into it in just a second with Charlie Goodsir. We'll also get to the news of the day shortly and in about half an hour's time, John Gallo will be on the line to talk all things English Premier League. But one past five, want to hear from you, so let's get on with the show. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yes, except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. All right, let's not waste any time. Let's get stuck into our weekend preview. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Yes, Charlie Goodsir in the studio with me. Charlie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Uh, firstly, thank you for filling in so well on Monday and Tuesday. The reception I got was fantastic to your uh, wonderful shows on Monday and Tuesday. So well done. That's all right. People on the text line thought I was doing a Ben Hunt situation, holding you hostage and no. and and maybe keeping you at bay and that there needed to be an investigation mm. at SCN to see how I got the gig. Mm. Uh, but I'm glad that you got some positive um, messages, but also... yeah. All messages, positive and negative, giving me a whack, giving me a spray. Please send them through at any time I'm on at uh, 0457-736-736. Now, you weren't holding me a hostage. In fact, I got gave you a call uh, through someone else uh, on Sunday saying, can you please do tradies? Because I just didn't have that voice. I still wasn't feeling well. And then still not great Tuesday, but back Wednesday to talk back to Maddie Cox, which I think saved uh, everyone from about 20 minutes of just pure, what, what do you call it? Proper footy. Proper footy talk. All right. Uh, good to have you here because we've got a really big weekend of NRL, AFL, NRLW finals. Of course, New South Wales Cup final, of course, on Sunday. North Sydney Bears in it. Uh, it would be great. No offence to South, but it would be great to see North Sydney, wouldn't, wouldn't it? I think everyone wants to see North Sydney win except for South Sydney supporters. I uh, used to call a lot of New, uh, New South Wales Cup games at North Sydney Oval. Them and the Jets fans, the best fans in rugby league. Yeah, well, it's also got the, just the best kind of local grounds as well. North Sydney is a fantastic venue to watch any sport. Mm. I watch a lot of uh, domestic cricket there. Mm. And Henson Park is just such a fantastic venue as well. You've got the hill, uh, you've got that old grandstand, you've got the pub just up the road. So, yeah, what more could you ask for? Yeah, so looking forward to that. That's on Sunday. I think you can watch that on 9 now. So if you are not going to the game, you can watch that on the app 9 now. Now, NRLW semifinals as well before we get to the preliminary finals of the NRL. Uh, well, preliminary finals because it goes through, straight through to the uh, grand final, the winners of these games. Knights, Broncos, McDonald Jones Stadium, Five past two Sunday nights, along with the Roosters, have been the form team of the competition. Do you expect them to go through? You would, but I I wouldn't say this is cut and dry. I think the uh, the Broncos nearly got the job done against the Knights earlier this year in a cracking game. The Knights only getting mm. the job done. I think they scored yes. like two tries yeah. in the last like five, ten minutes or yeah. something like that. So, look, at the, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Broncos uh, pull off a win. Um, you should expect the Knights to, to go through, but I, I think it's a great... Um, indication of how great the competition is is that in a one v four matchup mm. in previous years, it's mm. been oh well the team in first is going to win. Mm. 
But this this one's a little bit more open ended. And second place, third at four pm. Uh, sorry, quarter past four on Sunday. The Roosters taking on the Titans at Allianz Stadium. Uh, everyone's sort of been thinking the past few weeks it's going to be a Knights Roosters grand final, but the Roosters still have to get through the Titans, who finished in third. Yeah, great, uh, great season by the the Titans. I mean, yeah, the Titans mm. had an upset here. I think the Roosters last year didn't get the job done mm. uh, against the Eels. Yes, uh, and maybe there's a few uh, a few little uh, lingering. Uh, Lingering nightmares from from last year that might carry over. So, so you stick with tipping the Titans even in NRLW? Oh, of course. Always stick with, with my boys and my gals. And, in fact, I think they might have played the first game against each other at the start of the season, the Roosters and the Titans, and I remember it being pretty close. So it should be a good game. I hope as well there's a lot of people that get out to McDonald Jones Stadium and Newcastle Allianz Stadium as well to watch this as well because of both of those games because I think there'll be high-quality games. So hopefully good crowds at both. Well, I'm sure there will in, in Newcastle, but I didn't know that game was at Allianz. Mm. And the fact that everyone's screaming for, for games at Allianz mm. Stadium during this final series... Here it is on a platter. And I'm pretty sure uh, for Roosters members, and it may well be the same for the rest of the clubs, but I know for Roosters members, NRL and NRLW tickets, I think if you're members, they're giving them away for free. Oh, so. w- why not? There's yep. no excuse. Yep, and I think it's supposed to be nice weather on Sunday. All right, let's get to the NRL preliminary finals beginning tonight, 7.50 p.m. The Penrith Pat is taking on the Melbourne Storm. Let's start with Penrith. We know what they're trying to achieve, three in a row, uh, to make their fourth successive grand final. Jerome Luai apparently playing. I find this interesting because a lot of uh, doctors have come out and said, look, if he plays, he risks injuring his shoulder even more if he plays that full 80 minutes. Do you think he plays? And Ivan Cleary has said he will. Do you think he plays? And do you think if he doesn't, it changes a lot in the context of this match, considering how well the system is at Penrith and how well Jack Cogger has been playing? Yeah, the, to the words right out of my mouth, uh, I think Jack Cogger has proven that he's just it's a next soldier up sort of mentality at, mm. at, at Penrith. So look, I think Jerome Luai will play. Mm. Uh, I don't know how involved or um, how limited he may be, mm. but I, I think he will play. I wonder if maybe with like, you know, 20, 30 minutes to go or whatever. Mm. Um, and if depending on the scoreline, they might just keep him off the field, put Jack Cogger in his place. I, I think for a prelim final, for, for, you know, the last two weeks of the finals, prelim grand final, you just have to put your best team mm. in the park. Mm. So I, I think I, I trust the medical staff at Penrith. I trust the coach at the Penrith. Mm. I trust Jerome Luai that he wouldn't be, mm. you know, fudging how well he actually is if mm. he if he's okay to go. Um, he, he gave him the old tick. Apparently he's ticked all the boxes. Mm. Well, we heard all, all during the week. We had Ben Gardner on mm. uh, Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy yesterday talking about it. Um and apparently he's he's all good to go, so I, I think he'll be fine. Do you think they take a play out of the Roosters playbook from 2018 and the way they played Cooper Cronk? Now Cooper Cronk injury was very fresh; it was it only happened the week before. It's a bit different to this, but there is some similar storylines there. Yeah, I, I think the Cooper Cronk story—it's uh, one of the greatest grand final mm. performances of all time. I, I would have given the Clive Churchill medal just for sheer bravery and yep. just how he managed to get through. That game, mm. uh, I I think that's a one-off. And I think Cooper Cronk is just one of those players who's just so star-studded that you'd take him half-injured. Mm. I probably wouldn't put Jerome Luai in that category no. yet. Mm. Uh, it depends how, how well he goes uh, for the rest of his career. I I think if he plays, you can't just shield him and not make any tackles. He has to be involved somewhat in the in the defensive play. Uh, the Melbourne Storm. Uh, now you look at their season, and we said it uh, the other week before the start of the se- uh, before the start of the finals. 
They finished third, but it seems like it's been a bit of an inconsistent season for them. And then you get to the finals uh, series, smashed by Brisbane a fortnight ago. They probably shouldn't have won last weekend against the Roosters. They did, and they did enough to win. But I think they're, again, dominated, particularly in the forward pack by the Roosters. They need to go up about a 1,000 gears to be able to compete with this pad side, based on what we've seen from them over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, you're right. They probably got a little bit lucky against uh, against the Roosters, but they they did enough to to get the result. I mean, that they, they fought run to the end. They put themselves in position to be able to win that game. Mm. You just never write off the Melbourne Storm just no. because of the players, and especially Craig Bellamy. Yep. I was writing a finals preview uh, yesterday, which is up on SCN.com.au if you want to have a have a quick read. I'll go there now. Thank you. Mm. Uh, and Craig Bellamy is a 69.3 winning percentage up with 551 games under his belt as coach. Mm. That's very impressive. And, and you don't get there just by sheer luck or anything like that. Like he's, I think he's instilled in this team that they can win any game from any position. Mm. I see the qualifying finals a bit of an aberration. Yep. I think they didn't play as well as they could have mm. in that semifinal. I think mm. the Roosters probably played to their max potential. Especially I'm, with the players out. If yep. I'm being honest. Yep. Um, and and I think they probably just have this mindset of we just need to put one good game together and we're in a grand final and then we give ourselves a, a, a chance. So I, it's you, you can't really get a read on them. You don't really know. Uh, you don't really know what, what to expect. It, it all depends on Cameron Munster's game. Yes, I, I think he was really good late mm. against the Roosters, which sort of willed them over the line. Mm. If he isn't. If he plays sort of like he did against the Broncos, I, I don't give them any chance. Mm. Jerome Hughes should be back as well, hopefully, for mm. the Melbourne Storm. And there was a time earlier on in the year when the Storm were leading Penrith 14-0 early on in a game at Marvel Stadium, I think it was, in Melbourne. And then Penrith came back and were leading by half time. But you can see the blueprint. We saw what the Eels did to the Panthers a few weeks ago. Who are you tipping? I'm tipping Penrith. Um just because this juggernaut just continues to roll on and you tip against them at your own peril. Dirty Flamingo says on the text, morning, guys, you might find that Cocker will start and Jerome Luai will come off the bench until Cocker goes to nine for Mitch Kenny, potentially. I, I, potentially. I, I don't hate that idea. I'm sure that's a possibility. Um, I, I think the Panthers have um, thought about everything, every single scenario. Mm. So I'm sure that's come across them and I would not be surprised if that happens. Tomorrow night, Broncos up against the Warriors, 7.50 p.m. at Suncorp Stadium. Brisbane had the weekend off. We know how well they played uh, against the Storm the week before. We just touched on that. Everyone seems to have doubted Brisbane right throughout the year, waiting for them to trip up. I won't get your tip yet. But when they're playing at their best, they're very, very hard to beat. And they're good to watch as well. They're great to watch. I think they're one of the most exciting um, teams going around. I, I, I equate to... Uh, Penrith sort of like a, a Sunday roast. Mm. It's been tried and tested for years, perfected. You know exactly what you're going to get. But I would, I would, I would say the uh, the Broncos sort of like that chicken parma uh, <laughs> at, at the pub. Really exciting. Mm. Uh, you know, some, it offers something new every every single time. You might get a good one. You might yeah. get a not so good one. But mm. you know, it's going to be delicious. You know, you're going to just sink your teeth into it. And the Broncos are just such an exciting team. The addition of Reese Walsh has yeah. been. A, a godsend to, to that team. He's just so zippy, electric. He's prone to a lot of errors. He's made the most errors in the competition this season, but I, I'd take that any day of the week for, for what he provides. They, they're they scarily good when they get going. Mm. That, that game against the Parramatta Eels uh, up at the Gabba really sticks mm. out to mind because the Eels didn't play terribly at all. Mm. They, they played all right, but what they lost like 50 to yeah. 12, 54 to 12 or whatever it was. And, 
the Broncos just blew them out of the park. They just had no answer. They couldn't match them at all. Um, and I worry that that could happen mm. on Saturday night. And the one thing that I was worried about the Broncos heading into the final series was the lack of experience for the most part. That didn't, uh, in finals football, that didn't seem to show up at all a couple of weeks ago. And it probably doesn't really play too much of a factor in this because they're up against a Warriors side with, apart from a couple of obvious exceptions there, not vastly experienced either. But the Warriors will come in with enormous confidence the way that they played that game last week in New Zealand. But of course, this game at Suncorp Stadium will be very different. Although I expect there will be quite a lot of Warriors fans there. Yeah, they, they completely shut down Newcastle last week. I think Kalen Pong was a non-factor. Mm. And Kalen Pong, I, I rate, this might be a bit biased, but I rate highly, uh, more highly than Reese Walsh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just was not an influence. And I just credit that to how well the Warriors played and how their system was, was excellent. They needed to do that again this week. Mm. And, they, and they definitely can. They have the capabilities of it. I, I, I think in terms of that, that finals experience, mm. I think it sort of helped the Broncos and the Warriors yeah. in, in a little way. Mm. The Broncos, a lot of their players have played in Origin um, on the international stage, so I think they're familiar with that sort of big game mm. mentality. But I think it's sort of helped the Warriors that it's just it's just another game, and mm. and now that's a pre now that's a prelim. Like, who cares how many people's going to be there? Just just got to win. And I think as well is that uh, Sean Johnson played the perfect game last week. Now that might partly be because Sean Johnson is a very good player, but I don't think the Knights targeted Sean Johnson like they could have. I think the Broncos will be more upright. Now, Sean Johnson is also now a week further on in his recovery, but I don't. Uh, did he get tackled last week? If he did, it was only a couple of times. It was a great game by Johnson. I think the Broncos will be more aware of that tomorrow night. Great game by Johnson. I think it was helped by how good the forward pack was, mm. how good Wade Egan was at mm. dummy half. He mm. sort of gave them uh, – he took every bit of space that the Knights gave him, which meant that the Knights just weren't able to touch SJ, basically. Mm. Yeah, I think the Broncos will be onto it. Um, but, uh, again, I, th- I think the Warriors probably prepared for that. Who wins? Oh, my heart says – the Warriors, mm. but my, I'm going to trust my head and say the Broncos. Yeah, see, I'm a bit like I was last Friday night. I, I give the I gave the Roosters a fighting chance. I give the Warriors a fighting chance if they can still be in it, like we saw last week at that Roosters Storm game. If they can still be in it with 60 minutes to go, I give them a big chance. I just think the Broncos, and sometimes we get into this situation where we start to fall in love with the teams that didn't have the weekend off in week two and forget about the teams that performed in week one. Yeah, you always forget. You always think that, oh, they, they might dip off after mm. the week off or, or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, and you sort of get lulled into a false sense of security that you've seen this team play mm. back-to-back weeks. Mm. The, it, like, I, I, want a war- I want the Warriors to win. I think mm. it would be excellent. I think they'd put up a really good fight against Penrith. Mm. But you also can't argue that Penrith and the Broncos have been the two best teams all year. 100%. And, and that would be a fantastic grand final. Mm. I think any grand final scenario out of these four teams would be excellent. Mm. And I think anyone who, whoever won that game between the Warriors and the Knights last week, it was going to be the fairy tale story. So most people, apart from Broncos fans, are on the Warriors bus. Uh, so you've got a Pat, this Broncos grand final do, yes. in the NRL, as do I. Just on the AFL, uh, Collingwood up against GWS. Of course, all of us here in Sydney on the GWS uh Bus 7.50 tonight. It's a great night of sport with the NRL, the AFL. Collingwood had the week off. GWS very good last weekend. Do Collingwood win? No. No? Ooh. No, I think GWS win. I just... Momentum. They've got momentum. Their mm. game style is the perfect brand of footy. It's, it's uh, counter-attacking. It's getting the ball out of the midfield. Mm. And their forwards are firing. Mm. And Toby Green is 
the best player in the competition at the moment. Mm. I've seen with Collingwood that that first final, they only scored 60-odd points. and That's not going to win you a final a lot of the time. You've got to be attacking. You've got to put points on the board. Mm. So I just think that Collingwood's game plan is vulnerable to how GWS play, and oh. that's why I think they'll win. GWS, okay. Um, and tomorrow at 5.15, what a great afternoon of night of sport. Uh, Brisbane taking on Carlson. Carlton have won their first, well, the, the two finals matches, what, six points by the Swans, and then they just got over the line against Melbourne. Of course, the Lions had the weekend off. Does the fairy tale continue for Carlton, or do the Lions handle them in Brisbane? The fairy tale won't continue. I think Brisbane will beat them and beat mm. them very well. Mm. Um, Brisbane haven't lost a game at the Gabba all season. Mm. I will say on Carlton, though, uh, they absolutely deserve to be playing in this final. They, mm. they, like, the scoreline might look like they maybe limped over there or whatever. They outplayed the Swans. They should have beat them by more. Mm. And in the big moments mm. uh, against Melbourne when they, were, they looked down and out, they found a way to win. So they absolutely deserve to be there. But they're going to get pumped. Yeah, I watched the last quarter of the Swans Carlton game. I watched the last quarter. Uh, admittedly, I was out, but still watched the last quarter of the Demons Carlton game last week. Carlton doing well. Uh, so you're going a GWS Brisbane Grand Final. I tell you what, out of all the prospects, it's probably the one in the AFL. Whilst they would love it because it's their markets they're targeting, mm. uh, they would still love a Carlton Collingwood Grand Final. I, I think I think more so because of the buzz would generate in Melbourne yes. and the ticket sales, and it could be the most attended Grand Final mm. at least. In a seated MCG, there have mm. been like 110,000 when there were massive hills. But yeah, uh, you're right to that point. GWS and Brisbane, they're really targeting Queensland. They have invested a lot in Sydney. I'd love to see GWS grow. Uh, the bus is well and truly alive. Uh, yeah. And if that does happen, GWS Brisbane in the AFL, Panthers Broncos in uh, the NRL, it's a Western Sydney. Wow, weekend. yes, it is. Mm. And ah. a, a huge weekend in Brisbane as well. Yeah, it's a huge week. Oh, man, Brisbane will be. Alive. Party Central. Uh, just some feedback before I let you go. Yeah, so I've, I've just seen this in the corner of my eye. You did ask for any uh, feedback. This is mm-hmm. the Kingswood World. A good morning, uh, you two nutbags in a tradey. Thank you. Dan and Charles, thank God it's Friday. Agreed. Uh, mark the role the Kingswood Welder is listing. Uh, Charles, you suck. Kingswood Welder, thank you very much for texting through. I'll take on board the feedback. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, man. Uh, very, very good. Charles, enjoy the football, AFL, NRL. We'll chat on Monday. We'll wrap everything up. All right, thank you. Charlie Good, so in the studio, uh, and we did that. Of course, it is our power play today. Uh, don't forget the Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits. That's the Makita XGT. Any thoughts on that? Who is going to win NRL? You can throw AFL in as well. But want to know, what's going to be the headline come Monday morning? And who are your grand finalists? NRL, if you want to throw AFL in as well. Um, and if you're heading to the New South Wales Cup grand final on Sunday, are you a North Sydney Bears fan? We'll be talking about it on the breakfast show over the past few days. Happy to hear from you as well. one 300 Your winners want by how many? one 300 We'll take a break. Come back with more. It is 19 past five. 24 past five, we'll cho- uh, chat to John Gallo shortly to talk all things football. Interesting text from Jason here on 0457 736 736. He says, Dan, uh, I hope the Melbourne Storm win tonight. And Jason is a Melbourne fan, so understandably. Uh, but also just to stop the Penrith juggernaut, because I'm tired of Penrith uh, winning premierships. Surely it is someone else's turn to win a premiership. Jason uh, from Victoria. Look. That's an interesting text, uh, not because he's going for Melbourne, that's fine, but if you're not a Panthers fan, um, and, and 
obviously not a Melbourne Broncos Warriors fans because you do have a vested interest in this game if you're a Broncos uh, and a Warriors fan as well. But if you're a neutral and you can, uh, if you are a Warriors, Broncos, Panthers, Storm fan, you can have your say in this as well, of course. But they're the only Sydney club. So for this, especially through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, um, they're the only Sydney club left after uh, the Roosters bowed out last Friday night. Um, and it would have been the Panthers and the Roosters playing tonight. It would have been interesting to see how much support would be on both sides. Both sides not the most popular sides in Sydney, are they? Um, are you, if you're in Sydney, are you wanting the Panthers to win? Or are you over them winning it? Whilst you totally respect what they do and what they have done and the great football team that they are. And I think everyone respects that. Are you hoping because they are the only Sydney team left that you want the Panthers to go on to win it? Or you'd rather see a new team win it. And if you want, rank and order the way you want the premiership to fall. One to four. So who would you like, well, the remaining four clubs, who would you most like to see win the premiership? Who would you least like to see win the premiership? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Just interested. Just interested to know if all the neutrals are behind Penrith or not. Or who are they behind? If it's not Penrith, I have a feeling I know who it is. But if it's not Penrith, who do you want to see win the competition? Um, who are you behind if you're not got a vested interest? If you're not got a team in the finals anymore or your team didn't make the finals this year? Interested to know. Also want to know who's going to be the grand finalist in both codes, uh, especially the NRL. And what's going to be the scoreline, or at least by how many? Who are they going to be the grand finalists? Might find a prize for the best text. We'll give away on Monday as well. I'll uh, take a screenshot. I'll uh, review them all all over the weekend. So get those texts in 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Don't forget, think Red Smoke Alarms. Think redsmokealarms.com.au. A bit of news around. And, of course, uh, we are in the middle of the final series, but we're not too far away from the off-season where the rumour mill uh, get sparked up and uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, a player's going to be leaving, a player's going to be going, what a player's doing here. You might have seen the photo on social media over the last 24 or so hours of Tom Dravojevic uh, sitting in a well-known Canberra cafe. Uh, the picture shows Dravojevic in a blue long-sleeve shirt. Very nice. Uh, sitting with Andrew May at a cafe called 8020. Uh, nice plug for that cafe. Uh, located about 100 metres from the Raiders Centre of Excellence. Uh, now, Raiders players are regularly seen at the cafe ordering morning, morning coffee or lunch. Uh, however, the Daily Telegraph contacted Tom Dravojevic via text message and he cleared up the mystery. He said, that's our mindset at Manly, uh, mindset coach, sorry, at Manly, Andrew May. He's running a workshop down here for the Defence Force and I'm the guest speaker. Uh, so whilst he has been spotted in Canberra Turbo, he will not be going to uh, Canberra. Uh, he was just there for, uh, to, for a guest speaking role. It's amazing how those rumours start. Uh, 0457 736 736. Now, something that's sort of long been forgotten because it is now a couple of months ago and we're in the middle of the final series. We've got some international rugby league coming up. We've got the summer of sport uh, coming up. Is State of Origin, um, which is still a long way away, obviously, for next year. But uh, I suppose work begins soon for the coaches of both New South Wales and Queensland. And Brad Fittler was a name definitely mentioned a lot throughout the middle of the year when New South Wales went down in that origin uh, series. Well, today is D-Day uh, for Brad Fittler's New South Wales coaching future. 
He is expected to front the New South Wales board where he will outline his coaching plan for next year's series in the hope of keeping his job for at least 12 more months. Now, Fittler is off contract with New South Wales after the loss this year, failed to automatically generate an extension on his deal. Now, he has indicated he wants to remain in the role and the Blues board are understood to be supportive of his stance. However, uh, Fittler is expected to make tweaks to his coaching staff, uh, to his coaching and support staff, which could see Ivan Cleary parachuted in a game day role. Now, we know uh, Ivan was there uh, for game three in the box. No one really knew about it apart from those uh, who worked in the New South Wales team uh, until we all saw it on TV in game three. And we know New South Wales went on uh, to win that game. He was in the box with uh, Freddie and Brandy. And there is a push to make the Panthers premiership um, winning coach a permanent part of the New South Wales staff. Now, while a decision could happen as early as today, it is expected uh, that the Blues board will listen to fit this presentation before reserving judgment on his future. Uh, Brandy, Paul McGregor, Danny Baderis and Andrew Johns were part of the New South Wales staff this year. Fittler won his opening two series as New South Wales coach after taking over from Laurie Daly in 2018. Um, interesting. I would be interested to know, and I know uh, we're in the middle of the final series, but when Origin was on, there was mainly, uh, especially when New South Wales lost from uh, the, all the different New South Wales fans, um, especially after game two, I don't think I've seen uh, the text line busier and the open line busier than that morning. Um, a lot of people saying Freddie should gone, should have been gone. Now that we've moved on um, and we're in September now and he's D-Day for Freddie, have you changed your mind? I, I kind of have because I don't know who else there is. Um, and we saw what he did in uh, game three. I reckon they'll give him another year. But have you changed your mind? Would you like to see Freddie there for another year now that everyone has calmed down and moved on from it? Or are you still thinking there should be a change? Straw poll, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Interesting to see what happens. As I say, we probably won't hear a decision today, but from all the murmurs you've heard over the past uh, couple of months, it does seem like um, he will be there. And we'll see what the pitch is. And it'll be interesting to see if Ivan Cleary is part of that coaching staff next year. Uh, speaking of coaching staff, Fox Sports commentator Michael Innes is set to join the Manly Seagulls coaching staff next season. He will replace his uh, great friend and 2016 Cronulla Sharks Premiership winning coach Shane Flanagan, of course, we know uh, we know he's off to the Dragons, on Anthony Seabold's coaching staff. Uh, Innes has previously coached at the Eels, the Canberra Raiders, and in the Pathways at the Sharks. His job at Manly next year will be specifically to work on the spine with Daly Cherry Evans, uh, the new signing of Luke Brooks, Tommy Turbo, and hooker Lachlan Croker. Uh, Innes uh, is highly regard regarded and often spoken about as a future NRL coach. So Michael Innes off to Manly. That is a good get for Manly at the Seabold uh, uh, there as well. Of course, Shane Flanagan off to the Dragons. So we know Innes has been in and around the game for a long time in both the player coaching role and also with his media work. So I don't think that's a bad thing for the Manly Seagulls at all. A couple of texts before a break. Um, this one from Gary. He says, Giants by one. GWS by one um, tonight against Collingwood into, dare I say it, Brisbane into Penrith. Uh, I would go, well, Penrith into Brisbane because that's first. But yes, uh, so you reckon Giants by one into, dare I say it, Brisbane into Penrith. Look, I think um, I would say everyone, as Charlie said, look, everyone would like to see the Warriors win tomorrow. And I don't know, I give them a chance, but I think Penrith and Brisbane, they have been, as Charlie said, the best two teams all year. 
it's hard to see something, a scenario where it won't be. But look, the Storm will want to cause an upset. The Warriors want to cause an upset. And you just never know. And this one from the Big G. Morning, Dan. The Giants has finally woken hope for a lot more premierships. Uh, yes. Uh, well, there you go. Um, and he also says Panthers. Uh, cheers, the Big G. Um, the Giant has finally woken, hoping for... Ah, the Giant has finally woken, hoping for a lot more premierships. I thought you were talking about the Giants, but no, you're talking about the Panthers as well. Yes, well, uh, and that's the thing. As Panthers fans, if you were a Panthers fan, you've got one back-to-back -back competitions. We saw that with the Roosters in 2018-2019. I know Roosters fans in 2020 weren't saying, oh, I'm sick of winning. Um, and I'm sure Panthers fans aren't. But the neutrals probably are. So I'd just be interested, straw poll this morning, if your team, if you've not got a vested interest in this year's, whoever wins this year, obviously you still care, you love the game, but who would you love to see it? Penrith? Who would you love to see win it? Is it Penrith? Would you love to see them make a bit of history doing a three-peat? Would you like to see the Broncos win it? The fairy tale with the Warriors or the Storm? Who would be the one you'd love to see out of the four teams remaining if you are a neutral? 0457 736 736. Away from that, though, who are going to be the grand finalists? Who there might be a difference between who you want to be grand finalists and who will be grand finalists. Want to know who's going to win scoreline and headline come Monday morning as well? 1300 0111 70 0457 736 736. We'll get to your texts and we'll talk football next with John Gallo. It's 26 to 6. Some very interesting texts on the text line just ahead of John Gallo. Uh, Andrew, uh, says, sorry, Barry D says, I'm a rooster. Uh, was to win, a uh, Roosters fan, was to win them Bronco, then Panthers and Broncos. Hate Melbourne almost as much as I hate South. Yeah, th there is that rivalry, isn't there, between the Roosters and the Storm. So you'd rather the Warriors win, which I think is probably going to be the general gist of things, then Panthers and Broncos. Kieran says, it could be a Western Sydney team versus Brisbane team in both codes. Surprise, not, uh, not many people bringing it up. Kieran, I mentioned that uh, you might not have been uh, listing early on in the show, at the top of the show with Charlie Goodsir and uh, I, he actually has, uh, Charlie actually has a GW, he's got a Panthers Broncos grand final in the NRL. He has a GWS, he thinks GWS will cause an upset tonight against Collingwood and a Lions uh, grand final, the Lions to beat Carlton tomorrow. And I brought that up uh, at the start of the show. It could be an all Western Sydney uh, first Brisbane grand final in both the NRL and the AFL. And we don't know, Collingwood favourite in that game tonight against GWS, but it would be very interesting, even if it's not... Uh, that way, whether but whether the if the Broncos and the Lions both make the grand final, uh, it's going to be very 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 uh, busy in I think uh, the pubs and everywhere in Brisbane next weekend. Even if just one of them uh, make the grand final, but yes, uh, could be uh, a Western Sydney grand final versus a Brisbane grand final in both codes. Good point, Kieran. Keep those texts coming in. We'll get to more of them in just a second. Just ahead of John, don't forget Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game with over seventy thousand dollars. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November twelve, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. It's twenty to six. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And just a bit of breaking news that flashed up on my TV screen. Uh, I've got the Today Show on in the background, just in case. Good morning, by the way, John. Uh, just in case something big uh, happens. Um, I don't know if you would class this as breaking news, John, but uh, apparently breaking news, Delta Goodrum's got engaged. So there you go. Uh, it is 20 to 6 on a Friday morning. Don't forget where you heard it first or second. Morning, John. 
Morning, Dan. Yes, with uh, with that news, I'll just finish texting Delta here about why she didn't tell me that uh, <laughs> she was in a relationship, and that's going to be disturbing. So, yes, anyway, well, uh, look, I mean, obviously, well done to Delta Goodrum. Some people in life feel like they've won the lottery, and, uh, and obviously... Uh, now uh, Fiance will feel like he's won the lotto. So well done. Well done yes. to him. Yes, and well, a very, very talented musician himself. It's part of Delta Goodrum's uh, band. Now, uh, yeah. uh, yes, now... Uh, Anyway, uh, now EPL. Betty plays, plays all the right chords. I'm uh, sure, sure he that, does. He sure he does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let us get to the EPL. Uh, yes. Uh, Man City versus Nottingham Forest because there has been a Champions League uh, this week as well. The first round of the Champions League. We'll talk more about that when we get a bit deeper into the competition. But EPL continues this weekend. Uh, Nottingham Forest, though, a hard task. They have to travel away to play Man City. This is the first game, midnight, Saturday night, going into Sunday morning. Yeah, this is the first game, and I think, yeah, Man City, I think to, to win this one comfortably in short, I think they've been so impressive. They've been undefeated first five games of the of the season. They've won the midweek Champions League game a couple of days ago as well, not missing a beat anywhere in any competition at the moment. Uh, whereas Forest only, you know, two wins out of their first five games. Still a lot of inconsistency around Forest at the moment. And I don't think that's going to put them in good stead whatsoever against Man City at Man City. So I think no. it's going to be too much of a big task for Nottingham. Uh, Nottingham, yes. Crystal Palace play Fulham midnight a Sunday as well. Yes, the great Crystal Palace mm. and Fulham old boy Roy will be up <laughs> and about for this one, for sure. And, uh, you know, he's got a team right now that's buzzing at the moment, you have to say. They've got two wins in their first five games and a draw uh, in similar fashion to, to Fulham as well. So very similar results in the first five games for both these teams. Uh, ninth and tenth is their respective positions on the ladder. So I think you've got to go with Palace at Palace. I think they've just played some really good football at home this season so far. Fulham a little bit inconsistent compared to where they were last season. Uh, but I think Roy, he's got this side buzzing along nicely. SA up front, you know, providing a lot of uh, different flamboyancy and, and attack for the for the Palace team. So I think that'll put them in good stead. Palace just 1-0. Now, one of the good stories of last season was Luton Town being promoted. The only slight issue is they have not won a game yet. They're at home against Wolves. Can they win in their fifth appearance in the Premier League? Well, look, I think this is a good opportunity to get something out of the game. I, I think Wolves have had one win in their first five games of the season, so they're only slightly better than Luton. Both these sides are going to be probably there. They're about fighting for relegation, you, you feel, come end of season. Um, look, I, I think Luton are going to struggle at home for this one. I'm going Wolves. I think, you know, they've got a good side. They haven't been that bad in some of their losses, to be fair, to the Wolves. They've, they've really pushed sides a lot, particularly Man United, earlier in the season. I think uh, I'm thinking going with Wolves 2-0. 2.30am tomorrow, uh, sorry, Sunday morning, Brentford will host Everton. Everton, as we know, we've highlighted, they've been struggling throughout the start of the season after last year's poor season. This is a chance for them, although they are away from home. Yeah, look, the winless Everton, aren't they? They're, they're in, a, in a wiring position already after five games of the season, after dodging relegation twice in two years in a row. Look, uh, Frank Lampard's working around somewhere in the building, playing with his Wi-Fi somewhere. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll want to keep well away from Sean Dyche at the moment because that guy's going through a similar feeling at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of you know, news around the, the background for Everton. They're currently going through takeover talks at the moment as well. Uh, I don't think their minds are going to be too much on this job. There's a lot of concern around the place. I think Bedford with Thomas Frank, got, I think he's got his side humming along quite well. I mean, they've had three draws, one win and one loss in their five games. Haven't been as, you know, as convincing as they were this time last season, but I still think they'd be in too much good shape 
to, uh, to overcome everything quite comfortably at home as well. So I think I'm going with Bradford 2-0. Sunday morning, 5am, Burnley plays Man United. Man United uh, really struggling. I watched most of their game last weekend against Brighton. Uh, they had some early chances, couldn't capitalise, and then Brighton uh, really controlled the game after that. Yeah, well, I think Man United are going through a very difficult time as well, similar to, to Everton in some mm. ways, where they've got takeover talks going on in the background with the Glaziers. A lot of protests have been happening at Old Trafford this season before and after kickoff in regards to the Glazers out banner that gets thrown around the stadium quite a lot. So some fans are still unhappy about how that situation's unfolding. Obviously, got the Jaden Sancho event happening on public fallout with himself and, and manager Ten Hag. Before that, then Harry Maguire, what, what does he do? Does he come? Does he go? Marcus Rashford is in and out of the squad as well. Uh, fans aren't pleased about that. So, look, there's been a lot of conjecture around Man United at the moment, a lot of noise in the background off the field more than on the field, unfortunately, for them. I still think they're going to be good enough to beat Burnley. I'm, I'm Burnley, I think, will struggle this season. I think they'll be one of the contenders for relegation, I feel. Uh, they've had, you know, been winless all season so far after five games. Vincent Company, to be fair to him, he's got them playing some really positive attacking football at times, but defensively, they're leaking like a sieve. So I think, uh, really, you've got to go with Man United at home, 2-0. All right, got about four minutes left. Three huge games on Sunday night. I wish it was actually Saturday night from a selfish point of view. It starts off Chelsea, Aston Villa, 11 p.m. Normally, I'd go with Chelsea on this one, being at home, but I just think Chelsea's form has been very inconsistent, whereas Villa have been you know, quite good for the start of the season. I think you know, Emery has got them humming along quite nicely. I'm going to go with Villa 1-0. I think Villa at the moment, their form is slightly better than where Chelsea are at, at the moment. Now, the toughest test for Ange and Tottenham is definitely on Sunday night so far against Arsenal. They are away from home, Tottenham, and I watched the Tottenham game last week. They almost lost that one, and then amazing comeback in injury time. They'll need to play better than they did last week to beat Arsenal. How do you see them going? Yeah, this is the biggest test, I think, for, for Spurs so far this season. I know they played Man United a few games earlier in the season, but Man United being Man United at that time, with a lot of noise, as we just mentioned, going on in the background, um, I think Spurs played them at a good time, to be fair. Whereas right now, I think Arsenal, you know, after back-to-back wins, they've been undefeated so far after five games, as have Spurs, to be fair. But I just think Arsenal slowly coming together nicely. I think they're playing the way that Mikel expects them to play at the moment. Um, I know they haven't been fully convincing, but I'm going to go with Arsenal. I think Arsenal at home as well will be too much of a task for Spurs at the moment. All right, OK. And also 11pm Sunday night, just quickly, Liverpool-West Ham. I'm going Liverpool, I think 2-0 there. Their form, they're at home. West Ham slipped up last week against Man City. I think Liverpool one nil. And the final two games, I'll just get in one word. Brighton, Bournemouth also Sunday night, 11pm. Brighton, I think they'll comfortably win that one. And Monday morning, 1.30, Sheffield United will play Newcastle. I think Newcastle will win that one. I think they're finding form now, Newcastle. Sheffield United, after that last gasp, heartbreak winner for, for Spurs, I think their motivation will have taken a big knock as well as their confidence. I'm going Newcastle 2 0. Texty from Lee are asking, just before I let you go, John, asking about the situation in terms of who would you like to see win the NRL if you've not got a vested interest in terms of a team? Obviously, everyone's still very interested in what's happening. Uh, he says, anyone but the Broncos, simple, hate them since 1991. And now that's not uncommon. But he then says, from Lee of Brisbane, gee, that would be hard. Look, I know I, I know in Sydney there's a lot of people that hate various clubs, but there's nine Sydney teams. Brisbane, I know you've got the Dolphins now and the Titans Cowboys, but they're technically really a one, maybe two-team town. And um, for a lot of that time, one-team town. That's brave of Lee. Lee, who do you go for? I'd love to hear from you. That's, that's like living in Newcastle and hating Newcastle. 
Absolutely. Why would you hate that? I mean, yeah, I think I think Lee must be locked up somewhere and uh, hiding away from uh, any potential fans <laughs> coming to his front door. So he's uh, he's probably poking his head out the window as we speak. Hopefully he's okay and the Brisbane fans leave him alone. I can resonate with that feeling, Broncos. I mean, they dominated so much in the early 90s growing up as a kid, obviously, with the Shane Webkeys and the Tony Carrolls mm. of the world. They were such a dominating team and you got a bit sick of them winning the way they were. But um, obviously those years are long gone now, but they're back to, to where they were. I, I'm hoping in my, my I'm going to go jump on the on the Waz bus. I'm going to go with the Warriors. I hope the Warriors can uh, can pull an upset uh, tomorrow and then continue on to the grand final. Whoever they face, it'll be a big challenge, whether it be Penrith or whether it be the uh, the Melbourne Storm. But I hope the Warriors can go all the way now, for their sake and for, for Sean Johnson's sake. Yeah, sure. I I agree. Now in just 50 seconds, now you want the Warriors in there. Who does play the NRL grand final? Yeah, I, I think it's Penrith and, and Brisbane. I'd yeah. love to see the Warriors go through, but I think Brisbane are too much good form as are Panthers. I think Panthers would be too much on show. Mm. Although, I don't know why they're playing Lou White. It's a funny one, but I think I'll go with uh, with Panthers. Yeah, Panthers still. and Broncos. That seems to be the general gist. John, great stuff. Much planned for the weekend? Uh, yes. Well, you and your, and your lovely visit to Newcastle, mate, mm. on Saturday. That will be absolutely splendid. I'm going to be looking forward to seeing you, mate, and playing tour guide once again around yeah. Newcastle. Oh. I've got a few more spots jotted down for you, Dan. Yeah. So unexpected spots that you haven't been to before. So you will mm. like this. You not, will like this. Not um, sure. Not sure so if I yeah, should. Yeah, you, you'll get into it. Not and sure if, if I not, should well, be worried or not to be honest. But anyway, it sounds sounds well, sounds, yeah. sounds good. Uh, I've got to go because we've got to take a break. Uh, I'll speak. We'll speak on sure. Monday. We'll wrap up the weekend of the EPL. All right, Dan, well, you have a lovely weekend and I'll see you soon. I thank, look forward to it. Thank you. You too. John Gallo on the line. We'll wrap up the EPL on Monday morning. This is Tradies News in a nutshell at 10 to 6. Uh, Lee has responded. He says, Wally Lewis played Gore Valleys here in Brisbane and uh, went Winham and they beat us. Uh, he went for Winham, I think. Uh, beat us in the GF. Everything Wally touched, I grew to hate. Wally played for the Broncos. I want the Warriors to win. Thank you, Lee. That explains it. Uh, Kingswood Welder says, uh, very tongue-in-cheek, Lee goes to the Broncos, typical Queenslander. There's two heads and each one goes for a different team. Thank you, uh, Kingswood World. A very good stuff uh, today. Just insulting everyone, basically. Thank you. Uh, the Chookman says, hi, Dan. My heart says the Warriors, but I think it'll be the Broncos' first Penrith's grand final. The Storm will lay down again to get penalties, but it won't work this time. That from the Chookman. And Western Sydney, Western Sydney Eagle says, I want Penrith to win so they take Parramatta's record of three straight. Because I hate Parramatta. Lol. Uh, thank you, Western Eagle. A lot of hate today, isn't there? Uh, enjoy the football this weekend. The AFL, the NRL, of course, you'll hear it all here across the SEN network as well. Breakfast coming up with Padden Hills in Queensland. Vossi and Brandy in Sydney. We'll wrap it all up Monday morning from 5am. Have a great weekend.